everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 202. I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. We're back, baby. We're back. Yep. Again, scheduling conflicts. <laughs> Always scheduling conflicts. Yeah, seriously. We should stop scheduling all these conflicts and schedule more podcasts we should schedule less work and then more podcasts. <laughs> that's actually a good idea too oh man how are you good 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 yeah it's a nice lazy saturday yeah same here man same here i was sitting around well i was telling you this before the show but i was uh, sitting around this afternoon uh hanging out with my kid Played a little Spider-Man PS4. Nice. Yeah, so I'm 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 getting uh, closer and closer to finishing that game. Cool. So I really uh, really want to finish it before uh, Red Dead comes out uh, later this week. Yeah, Red Dead is imminent. Is Red Dead? Is that come out on Friday? Yeah, Friday. Okay. Okay. So I have I have uh, five days or so to to finish up Spidey. So hopefully I can do that. Don't forget about the Spidey DLC. Oh, geez. Yeah, the DLC is coming out too, right? Yep. Ugh. And my Soul Calibur just showed up yesterday. So I got Soul Cali 6 sitting around here too. And that Castlevania, that re-release of Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, I've played both of those games to death, but... Jeez, they're just so good. I want to play them again. Ugh. It's too much. These are the problems you want to have. It's too know? much. Too many games. It's the problem. Although, fortunately, we're not reviewers anymore. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. It's, it's, it's so nice not to have to review video games. <laughs> Ugh. I can just play them and have fun with them. Yeah, you don't have to quickly beat them, write a review, then beat another game and write that exactly. review. Exactly. What a seems seems like a great job going into it. Yeah, and then the holiday season rolls around, and yeah, and you're just like, I wish I could just relax and enjoy these uh, these forms of entertainment as entertainment and not as a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots to talk about since we've been gone so long. Of course. Uh, what? Toys R Us. Oh, don't even. The wounds are still fresh. I still miss it. You know, it's like, it's so sad that this childhood staple is gone. Never to come back. You know, I know Canada still has it, and that's great and everything, but here in the U.S., it's, you know, you you see uh, an old Toys R Us building, and it's empty, or, or you know, it's got a Spirit Halloween store in it right now. It's like, ugh, days gone by, man, you know? Never to be seen again. Guess who's back? He's been traveling across the globe for the past <gasps> few months, but now... Slim Shady? Yes. Slim Shady's oh, back. Finally. But now. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Hashtag has Jeffrey's back. Oh, no. What? That's right. So Toys R Us is coming back. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. So. Huh. 
So they announced that they're coming coming back. They they like stopped their their court filings for bankruptcy or something. Right. Is, is that what happened? Uh Jeffrey LLC. Okay. The Toys R Us Inc.'s intellectual property holding company subsidiary announced mm-hmm. today. Uh today being today. <laughs> uh like what, October sixth. Okay. So, you know, a few yeah. days ago, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's couple, October 20th now, whatever. A couple weeks ago, yeah. Uh, uh, the announced today that's moving forward. Uh, announced today that is moving forward with a plan for substantially, uh, substantially, substantially all of its assets, what? To be acquired <laughs> by a group of investors led by Jeffrey LLC's existing secured lenders. Huh. So... Toys R Us might come back. Yeah, the bottom line is Toys R Us might come back. Well, I am sure that if it does, I'm sure whoever is running Toys R Us now will get on the phone and call up those 31,000 employees who lost their jobs oh, when yeah. they closed down Absolutely. all the stores. Of course. Well, of course they would do that. <laughs> I'm sure that that's what's going to happen. Wow. That's weird. It's weird. Talking about shady. It's true. This, this this shady ain't so slim. This sounds like crazy shady. I mean, I'm I'm no businessman. I do not understand business. I do not understand the buying and selling and and bankrupting of businesses, but Boy, this whole thing just seems like there was something going on. Yeah, it really smacks of something like that. Yeah, sounds like some some rich dude figured out a way to get richer if he shuts down Toys R Us and finds some way to reopen it a few months later. Yeah. I mean, again, I know nothing. I'm talking out of my butt 100%, but... That seems, it seems a little suspect. It's weird. Yeah. So I don't know. I can't bring myself to. I mean, you know, if if when Toys R Us was was in its death throes, you know, early this summer, if they found some way to turn it around and say, "Oh, we figured it out. We found a way. Toys R Us is staying open," I'd be like, "That's great." Yeah. Absolutely. But now I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm conflicted. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I guess for the nostalgia sort of, you know, yeah, it's cool to have a, a the Toys R Us back. But at the same time, like they kind of messed up a lot of people's lives. Yeah, seriously. Like a lot of people. <laughs> So, uh, also, what happened to KB Toys? Yeah, that was supposed to be a thing that was coming back, right? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. Hmm. Tell you what, I'm kind of glad I'm not in the 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 toy business. Oh yeah. Um, Sounds like that's a. I mean, Hasbro's going through some stuff right now. Oh yeah, they got like they're 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 having potential layoffs and lawsuits and stuff like that i haven't even really read about any of that but other than the headlines yeah 
So, man, seems like a seems like a bad time to be a toy salesman. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm trying to figure out a way to segue out of this. <laughs> Speaking of toy companies having to do weird methods to get their product on the market. Sure. <laughs> Lego. Yeah, we know the, Lego. You know, that small little toy manufacturer. <laughs> yeah, that little upstart company. You know, they, they have big ideas. Maybe they'll make something of themselves someday. Yeah, so, you know, they just have an Indiegogo campaign. <laughs> the, the Indiegogo. Indiegogo. The, the, the crowdfunding. Yeah. Website. You know, Lego, that small yeah. little toy manufacturer. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, Indiegogo, it's kind of like Kickstarter. It's kind of the same deal as Kickstarter. Sort of. But Lego. But Lego. Multinational. <laughs> corporation. Ooh, excuse me. Corporation. Been around for, what, 60 years? 70 years? Yeah, this is really weird. Um, when this when this was announced, it's okay. So it's a Lego Forma, okay, and it's kind of like made to order pre orders for this new Lego set, right? Uh, which uses a lot. It's this Forma set is uh, I don't know. How would you best describe this? I I would describe it. It's it's not your typical Lego set. It's meant. It well, it's it's certainly geared towards adult collectors, sure, uh, and it's more of like a kinetic sculpture, yeah, than a than a than a toy or or, or anything, because it's a little uh, kind of a technic superstructure that you make, and it's it's geared so you like you turn a little handle and it causes it to pivot and move, and then uh, what you do is you attach. Uh, like a skin over it, like paper craft skin to create a little uh, fish sculpture. Mm-hmm. And when you turn the, the crank, it looks like the, 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 the model kind of undulates and it looks like a swimming fish. Right. Yeah. That's a good way to sum it up. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Like a, it's kind of an interactive kinetic art piece. Yeah. So as opposed to a pure toy. So I can see why Lego would feel the need to do something similar to this. Right. To, you know, lock in pre orders, make a certain amount of the set because it's very weird. It's not something that they think would sell in their stores or in retail. Right. Yeah. It's not their usual wheelhouse. And it's but, cool. Oh, it is cool. It's cool looking. But it feels weird that they're using Indiegogo for this. Right. Because Indiegogo, like Kickstarter, is is usually tied into kind of smaller businesses or individuals who have an, an idea and they're trying to create something new right you know i i and I, I just i'm looking at the the front page of indiegogo right now and there's a a couple of little articles it's like two college students found a new superfood in beer and it's like you know they've they've 
found a way to harness beer to make some sort of nutritional something or other. And then, you know, a teen scientist uh, is is creating robotic limbs, you know. So there's all this kind of stuff like that, you know, just, you know, little individuals or small businesses trying to get their their foot in the door, get get a project off the ground. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily a multi-million dollar company with factories all over the globe <laughs> and their own very successful chain of retail stores <laughs> and products that are currently available in every store in the country across the world uh, just trying to launch a new product line. Yeah. That they're you know, maybe not as sure will be a success. Yeah. Uh, We were talking about this when it was first announced and maybe Indiegogo struck a deal with a Lego or whatever. Right. To put it on their platform. Yeah. Uh, But it still feels weird, especially when Hasbro has its own crowdfunding thing, uh, which they did for that giant Java sail barge. Right. For the, but they're managing that themselves. Yeah. They they started their own. They they didn't just say, oh, we're going to put our project on Kickstarter to uh to to get it made. It's like, yeah, we're we're Hasbro, we're a big enough company that we can create our own crowdfunding service to see if there is a demand for these large-scale toys that would not work in retail because mm-hmm. that was kind of the thing with the sale barge was a, it's going to be huge. So no stores are going to want to carry it because it's eaten up too much shelf space and B it's going to be super expensive, which means stores aren't going to want it because, <laughs> because no one's going to buy it because it's going to cost like four or $500. Right. And they don't want to have this, you know, a, a back stock, of giant boxes that cost multiple hundreds of dollars. So yeah, it makes sense for Hasbro to do the crowdfunding for that. But yeah, like, like you said, they, they did it themselves. So it's weird that Lego who bigger than Hasbro. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. That's, that's that's fair to say, right? Uh, Hasbro has so much though. Hasbro does have a ton of stuff, but I mean, it they, certainly comparable. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, that that they are going to a third party crowdfunding site. It seems odd, but um, but they're doing it. So they're they're selling this little sculpture, and it costs. It's it's very overpriced for what it is. It's it's eighty five bucks for the basic kit, and the basic kit includes the little Technic superstructure and um or actually no no I'm I'm looking at the wrong thing it's forty five bucks for the basic kit forty which is still kind of expensive because this thing is is slight it's not a big bulky set right. It's a little, it's a little uh, crank with some gears and a box and some, some uh, uh, poles sticking up with the little fishy superstructure. 
So it's like 45 bucks for the, the superstructure and one little paper craft skin to, to, uh, attach to it to give you the, uh, the little fishy outline. Mm-hmm. Uh, the $85 thing that I quoted is, uh, you get the, the actual sculpture and then four different skins, the four different skins that they've created for it. So, but, um, but yeah, so it's weird. It's very weird. And, and you watch the promotional video for it and they're definitely selling it as, you know, kind of a, you know, not so much a toy, but as, you know, oh, you know, the, it's, it's a, it's a, well, I'm just going to read the, the text here on the page. Uh, Lego Forma is a premium Lego experience designed for adults looking for a fun, engaging way to reconnect with their creative side. And they sell it as very much a uh, sort of relaxing, therapeutic style activity that helps you relax and center your mind and and that sort of thing. And certainly one of the, the skins, the little fishy skins included with this set, uh, is, is a, a very intricately patterned black and white fish that you are supposed to color in yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of like those, uh, those adult coloring books, the really complex design coloring books that are kind of used to, in, in like therapy and, and, you know, to to bring calmness and mindfulness and such right so it's 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 that kind of thing but yeah it's weird right yeah this whole thing is weird yeah it's not so weird that i didn't chip in for it (laughs) of course i did too i did you get the 85 dollar one of course yeah so did i (laughs) so um but yeah, that that I'm looking at it now. It's got 18 days left of the campaign uh, as we are recording on uh, October 20th. Um, they have beaten their goal, their initial goal, by 1,088% as of right now. Uh, and these are expected to be out in January. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so it's it's weird. It's it's weird the method they're going about distributing these, but I don't know. Like I mean, like you said, there was probably some sort of deal that they struck with Indiegogo, and uh, I mean, it's good advertising for Indiegogo, very much so. And I mean, the campaign clearly a success. You know, they <laughs> one one thousand eighty eight percent of their goal is 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 pretty successful. What if so. Lego was like, uh, we're going to just take the money and run? <laughs> like, like so many other crowdfunding uh, scams. Yeah. Yeah. This, this was, this was Lego's, uh, this was their plan all along. Let's see. They have 54, about 5,400 people, uh, contributing to this campaign so far. Let's, uh, Let's assume they all pitched in the $85. So you're looking at about, about half a million. About half a million dollars. That to- was like totally worth big. it for them. Yep. <laughs> half, half a million dollars. This, you know, 
gigantic corporation. This is their scam. They're they're making off with that final half a million, and uh, you'll never hear from them again. It's one final job. <laughs> and then they can go straight. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's talk about Lego ideas, since we're talking about weird Lego things. Okay. Uh, Lego Ideas first 2018 review results. No. Oh. Okay, so this was. Now we talked about this on the show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was let's see the the potential. These were all the potential sets that were going to be made. Yeah, these were ten. Uh, uh to quote the blog entry, ten creative mm-hmm. product ideas that reached ten thousand supporters between January 2018 and May 2018. Okay, so let's see. So um, let's just go through these real quick. So there was uh, an airplane, the uh, Embraer A29 Super Tucano. Just just an airplane. Yeah, it's an airplane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we both agreed this. there was no way this was going to get made. Yeah, I think there's always airplanes, and they never get made. Yeah, that is true. And it continues to be true. Because this one did not get made. Uh, likewise, the uh, the uh, SR seventy one A. That's a that's a Blackbird, right? A Blackbird, yep. The big Blackbird jet. This week, this could be a like Ultimate Collector Series X Men set. Oh yeah, yeah. Or uh, or or Transformers movie Jetfire. Sure. Right. Um. I think we again we agreed not going to get made. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's it's a jet. A, it's, they it's they a don't jet. do jets. Yeah, didn't get made. Didn't didn't happen. Didn't get made. Um, sticking with uh, the flight, there was the I am Amelia Earhart set, mm-hmm. which uh, was based on based on a series of children's books, uh, educational children's books about historical figures. Uh, this one was going to you know it's, it comes with Amelia Earhart's plane and a little. Uh, minifigure of Amelia Earhart. Uh, I remember specifically saying this is a cute set. It's a cute series of children's books. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's again, you got the plane issue, but also uh, the license is a little, a little obscure for them to go after. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, there's no way that's going to happen. And it did not. Speaking of things that weren't going to happen is that giant Star Wars ship. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, one of the, like, is that one of the prequel Star Destroyers? Yeah, they're calling it Acclimator-class assault ship. Yeah. Yep, and and again, Lego has said plenty of times, if we have a license for for a, a brand, we're not going to do an idea set of it. Mm-hmm. But keep, people still keep like, oh, well, let's, I'm going to make another Star Wars thing. So, of course, that didn't happen. Uh, there was the modular arcade. It's a giant modular set. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's awesome looking. It, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, but yeah, they they're not going to do a modular idea set. Uh, vintage motorcycle of a BMW R sixty slash two. I could have seen this happening. Yeah, I could too. I mean, they've they've done. What was the what was the race car they did? Uh, they did the Caterham. Uh, yes, I forget what model it was, but yeah, but yeah, you know, uh, uh, you know, it, it's a cool looking motorcycle. Looks great in Lego form. Uh, but they did not do it. Did not happen. Did not happen. Um, 
Uh, mystery science, and we're getting a lot. I mean, and, and remember, they don't always have to pick something. There wasn't there a, there wasn't there a time where they rejected every idea. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there was the Lego MST3K Mystery Science Theater 3000 set. Not a great looking set, but I do wish it happened because it's Mystery yeah. Science Theater 3000. Yeah, and it seemed you know, that was one we were kind of going back and forth on that, like. We were like, it, it might happen, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Certainly, I, I, I know the, I, I, I believe, like, uh, Joel, uh, Joel uh, Hodgson, the creator of MST3K. I think he talked about this set on his, his on his Twitter. Mm-hmm. It sounded like he was game for it if they decided to do it. Um, and and you know they did the Doctor Who set. They did Big Bang Theory, yeah, both in in ideas. So, so you know, kind of nerdy uh, TV shows, not out of the the realm of possibilities, but sadly, did not pass. Um, the Stitch set, the little brick built, uh, highly posable Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, this kind of falls. I mean, they have deals with Disney. Yeah, Lego does, but we thought we were thinking that this would be the most likely. Yeah, well, again, they did. Um, wasn't the the Wall-E an idea set? Yep. Yeah. So, and and the Wall-E set turned out great, and both of us were like, "Yeah, this Stitch seems very likely." Not likely enough. Nope. Did not pass. Um. Then there was the Flintstones set, and we were like, "No way, no way," because who knows what the Flintstones are. You know, at least, at least Voltron benefited from having the the new Voltron cartoon on on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But who, you know, the last time anyone thought about the Flintstones was when the the John Goodman movie came out back in the nineties, and that's what like twenty years ago. So there's no way that's going to happen, right? Except it did. It happened. That's one of the ones that they, they cho- they're doing the Flintstone set. It's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, I'm going to buy it. Of course. <laughs> um, and I think we pointed this out back when we discussed it, that in the Lego Dimensions game, there is a secret Flintstones level you can access. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because there's and, yeah, and again, they have the relationship with Hanna-Barbera due to the, the old Scooby-Doo sets they did. Right. And um we even like Power the Powerpuff Girls. They're owned by what's well, owned by Warner, right? That's all. That's all owned by the, you know, whatever. I guess it's Warner Brothers. I think Turner sold all his stuff to to Warner. Hmm. I don't. I don't exactly know, but but yeah, they're doing a Flintstone set. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and then uh, the final one was the the Treehouse, which is this very elaborate kind of realistically styled brick-built tree with uh, these kind of Ewok village-looking buildings up in it. Right. Looks awesome. We're like, yeah, it's too crazy. They're not going to do that. Yeah, too, looks too big, looks too, yeah, too complicated and, and just kind of a weird idea. So there's no way that's going to happen. But here we are. They're doing it. And they're doing it. Which is nuts. I think it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. So, 
Got to load up on some Ewok minifigs. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because if they stick uh, pretty close to this design, it's going to definitely be uh, a lot of people's substitute Ewok village. Or, as we talked about when this was announced, Sherwood Forest. (laughs) Oh, man. Because the Kenner uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves line used a lot of Star Wars molds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there you go. Be perfect. Yeah. So there we go. There's uh, some upcoming Lego idea sets. Yep. Flintstones and Treehouse. Not bad. It's pretty crazy. I'm interested in both. Yeah, same here. For sure. Uh, The next, the second 2018 Lego review results. Uh Uh-huh. The the results will come in early 2019. Ah, good. uh, They have their candidates. Oh, yeah? What are they? Uh, SpaceX Falcon heavy okay man they're that's their thumbnails are really low res yeah they are that's uh that's the elon musk thing right yeah yeah elon musk seems like he's kind of a nut yeah i don't think so gonna i'm, I'm kind of yeah i'm not i mean i i like space travel and space technology and everything but elon musk seems like kind of a kind of a jerk from from what i've been seeing of him lately uh, so. Well, speaking of SpaceX, there's the yeah. SpaceX The Ultimate Collection as well. Right. Yeah, a couple more of his ships, including his sports car that he blasted off into space. Mm-hmm. So, good for you, lad? Sure. sure. Yeah, whatever. Uh, what else we got? International Space Station. Ah, that's pretty cool. Very cool. Probably mm-hmm. too big. Probably too intricate. Yeah, probably. Uh, Steamboat Willie, not going to happen. Yeah, probably not. Because has a little license thing. Yep. They've done, Although it's, of, they've done a lot of Mickey Mouse stuff. They have. Although this is kind of cute because it's all in black and white. Yeah. It's all like black, white, and gray bricks. So that would be pretty cute. But yeah, just the license seems like it would hold it back. Uh, M&M's Chocolate Candy Dispenser. That would be interesting. would be neat. Yeah, kind of neat. Um... And, you know, they wouldn't have to necessarily, like, if they wanted to do a licensed candy dispenser, they could, you know, it could be Skittles or or Reese's Pieces or whoever they want to work with. But, yeah, it's kind of kind of cute. Uh, Rolls-Royce Ultra Fan, the ultimate jet engine. Okay. It's a giant fan. Just Yeah, just a big giant yeah, turbine. Like yeah, turbine. Yeah, yeah, big turbine engine, which it's cool looking, but no. Kind of boring. Has does not have white appeal. No, it really doesn't. Put mildly, yeah. Uh, Peugeot two hundred five turbo sixteen Lego Speed Champions. So this is like a a rally racer. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's actually kind of a cute little diorama scene because it's got like a like a big dirt mound with a little patch of grass that's fenced off and you got spectators watching the show. And then there's like a rally car and it's, uh, looks like it's suspended on like kind of clear posts. So it looks like it's like hitting that, bu- that dirt bump at high speed and kind of getting airborne there. Mm-hmm. Looks neat. Yeah. It's a, it's a cute little set. I, I don't, I, what's that? Putting it in Lego speed champions though. I mean, yeah, that's true because that's that's an established subline 
that uh, Lego has right now. So I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's going to fiddle with it at all or not, but yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, there's a Fiat, an old Mm -hmm. school Fiat car. Yeah. Looks cute. Looks cute. Yeah. I mean, could happen. Yeah, maybe. Looks like it would probably fit in with like the, 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 uh, what the hell, uh, what was it? The, the Volkswagen van that they did. Yeah. And they did the The, beetle. The beetle. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it kind of looks like it would fit in with those a bit. So. Yeah, Maybe. I could see it. Like the Mini Cooper, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Central Perk from Friends. Okay, that's the... The show Friends. Yeah, the coffee shop from the 90s era TV show, which... Yeah. Uh, mm, I don't think don't, so. Don't, I, mean, I mean, again, Friends was on TV like, what, 20 years ago? Or so, yeah. right? I mean, you know, Big Bang Theory. I, I'm certainly not a fan of that show, but at least it's still on the air when they made the set right. for it. Where it's like, this is, you know, again, Doctor Who still on the air, Voltron's still on on Netflix. Man, I hope they do an updated Doctor Who set for the new that Doctor. Would, that would be cool, right? Even just like. You're gonna be great as a is a wave of uh, minifigures. Yeah, blind bag minifigures. Blind bag, yeah, yeah. With all the all the other doctors and some villains and companions and stuff, that would be pretty great, actually. That'd be, yeah, yeah. Probably probably too nichey, but it'd be neat to see. Uh, the last one is a Lego architecture style uh, Mexico City. Yeah, looks great. Not gonna happen. Don't see him doing an architecture set. I'm going to say, I don't think any of these is going to happen. Yeah, you know what? I think you might be right. I think you might be right. I'd love to see the International Space Station. Um, That's really about the only one I'd be, like, super interested in. Mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't really see any of these happening. But, you know, we we certainly did not call it with the last round. So, so who knows? But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, when okay, results for this in early 2019. Yep. So cool. Any uh, any other Lego ideas sets on the horizon? Uh, there's this thing called a Lego Ideas pop up book that was officially announced. Yeah. <laughs> And reviewed yeah. by many. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, w- this is this is a Lego Ideas set. This was announced months ago. Mm-hmm. It was one of the winners, the past review. This is uh, a set by Jason uh, Aylman and Grant Davis. Uh, Jason Aylman, I, I think I'm saying his name correctly. Um he goes by the name J.K. Brickworks, and we've we've talked about his stuff on the show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also designed the Lego Ideas Maze set that came out, what, a couple years ago at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he's the, the first person to have uh, two, two Lego Ideas sets, I believe. 
And yeah, this is like the like like the title says, it's a pop-up book. It is a brick-built book. Uh really nice looking book too. It's got a, a, a nice dark green cover with really cool looking brown trim. Uh, it's got a giant piece, like a giant tile piece on the front with a uh, printed uh, title. Uh, the book is is titled Once Upon a Brick. The fact that it's printed is the most exciting thing for me right now. Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's a huge, like it's a big tile. Like I, I is that like a six by eight tile or something like that? I can't, uh, I can't determine the actual size of the tile, but it's large. It, it's very large. Yeah. And then uh, right beneath it, there are two other printed bricks uh, with the last names of the two designers, mm-hmm. which is actually, I can't imagine how cool that must be for them. Yeah, I mean, your name gets immortalized in a set. Yeah, I mean that's pretty great. But the magic happens, of course, when you open this book up because it's it's hinged and it splits in half and you open it up and it is literally a pop-up book where a little scene will unfold and pop up three-dimensionally. And it looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. And there are two different scenes you can build. Which is why Uh, I'm going to buy two of these sets. (laughs) There you go. I you are not the only one, I'm sure. Uh but yeah, one of them is a little red riding hood scene where the uh like grandma's cottage unfolds and pops up and it comes with minifigures of grandma and red and uh the big bad wolf uh wearing grandma's pajamas. It's pretty great. <laughs> with with grandma's uh glasses on its face. Yeah, that wolf minifig is <laughs> yeah, pretty great. And the glasses are broken because they don't fit on it on the wolf's face and the wolf even has uh some of grandma's lipstick on. It's pretty fantastic. Uh and the other scene is uh Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm-hmm. And when it opens up and unfolds, there's a little it, it looks like a very like, kind of far scale, uh, what kind of micro scale, far off view of hills and uh, trees and clouds and windmills and stuff. And then there is a very tall beanstalk that unfurls and rises up into the sky with a little uh, castle on top of it. And then it comes with the giant uh, is represented by a regular minifigure. And uh, Jack is represented by one of the little um, uh, micro figures, mm-hmm. the little like trophy pieces. It's really cool. It's it's great looking. And again, the detail on uh, the giant minifigure looks really nice. He's got the in his vest pocket. He's got the goose that laid the golden egg, and and uh, yeah, he's got a, a rope strapped around his chest with some barrels and a little sack with a golden egg in it. That golden egg is very large compared to that goose. <laughs> that goose was very relieved <laughs> when it passed that golden egg. And then on the back, um, I saw some pictures uh, of the back of the giant, and he's got some little uh, tiny Lego skulls on oh. his uh, on his shoulder strap as well. He should have a slice of bread too. Oh yeah, that's right, because that's what he 
He wanted to, to what, grind his bones? Yep. Gr- grind Jack's bones to bake my bread? Oh, you can just give him a baguette piece, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's true, actually. But, yeah, this is an awesome-looking set. Uh, 70 bucks, sixty nine ninety nine. Not bad. Uh, 859 pieces. Okay. Which is really cool. And, yeah. Uh, will be available November 1st. Nice. So, like, very soon. Mm-hmm. This is this is pretty great, though. Yeah. Definitely. Um, like, a, like I said, I'm going to buy two of them. Yeah. I will probably just get the one, but... Which scene are you going with? <sighs> it's hard, because they're both great. I think um, I like Jack and the Beanstalk more. Jack and the Beanstalk is certainly more visually interesting mm-hmm. because it unfolds into this seemingly impossibly tall beanstalk. Yeah. Um. But I kind of like the the more intimate kind of close into the scene feel of the the Little Red Riding Hood cottage. Yeah, I could see that. So I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm gonna build. I'm assuming there are enough pieces in the set to let you build both scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would absolutely expect that. Yeah, because the way it works is you build the book, and then you build the scenes separately. And the scenes are on these uh, kind of pegs and hinges, and and you can easily pop them out and pop the other one in. So I'm assuming that... There are enough pieces so you can just have both scenes built and then just pop them out and replace them at your desire. So, yeah, it's it's a great looking set, though. Can't it's kind of cool. They're doing this as like a, a Lego brick built book. There's mm-hmm. a Lego ship in a bottle. So you can have a brick built bottle. Yeah. And with the Fantastic Beast set, you got a brick built suitcase. <laughs> I kind of like this. this yeah. Thing they got going. This is a Lego uh, accoutrements to decorate your fancy uh, your fancy writer's den in your uh, mansion. It's pretty cool. You know, you can have the the fancy books on your shelf and the the briefcase sitting on your desk and the the ship in the bottle up on your mantle. You know, I like it. Yeah, I just thought I want to sit down in my big uh, overstuffed chair with a. Uh, uh, a snifter of cognac. All brick built. <laughs> Sir, yeah, surrounded by my giant brick built uh, room. Perfect. So there you go. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Black Friday. Mm-hmm. There's a possible promotion in the US. Ooh. Okay. The Lego Seasonal Christmas Gift Box Set. Oh. Uh, this is not confirmed to be a Black Friday promotion. But, okay. Uh, this is the Brick fan uh, just hypothesizing that it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a gift box, brick built gift box that you mm-hmm. uh, pull off the top. Yeah. Open it up, and there's a little scene inside. This is cool looking. It's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, let's say you, you the, the box sort of cracks in half on a hinge and inside there's a little uh kind of christmas living room scene the little tree and a little fireplace and a easy chair so it's super cute looking mm-hmm. i i would like to get this a brick built gift 
Yes. I love it. To go with your brick-built book. (laughs) I will probably end up getting this on the secondary market. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Just because this this seems like the sort of thing where it's like, ooh, spend $125 and we'll give you this for free. So... Although if you if you want to wait for the uh, pop up book, yeah, you could get it. Uh, that's Black true. Friday. That's true. But I I don't want to wait for the pop up book. Might be sold out by uh, by Black Friday. Yeah, maybe. You it's know. always hard to guess with ideas whether they're going to sell out. Or not. <laughs> it really is. Definitely is. Oh man, what else we got? Uh, an Amazon exclusive set. Yeah. Star Wars Darth Vader's Castle. Oh. Now this is this is the first um Amazon exclusive Lego set, right? Yeah, well, Toys R Us isn't a thing for now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Oh my goodness. Speaking so, of Bricktober. Yeah. yeah. Where where are the minifigs? Yeah, right? Those just kind of didn't happen here in the U.S. And we're we're just about, I mean, we're wrapping up October here. Yeah. Yeah, even the, like, the Harry Potter ones were supposed to show up in Barnes & Noble, and I didn't hear anything about that actually happening. So. It's weird. Who, who knows, man? Anyway, yeah, Amazon. They yeah. got exclusive yeah. Lego set. Yeah. Uh, Vader's Castle. 1,060 pieces retails for $129.99. Ooh. It's expensive, but Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, you're paying that Star Wars tax. Uh, Yeah, it's Darth Vader's castle as seen in Rogue One. Yes. On the the lava planet of Mustafar. Yeah. This is a cool-looking playset. I like it. I gotta say. It's all it's all black and pointy. It looks like a big black triangle with some some gray uh trim, some blood red windows built on a little rocky outcropping with a nice little lava fall coming out of the front of it. Yep. Oh. It looks neat. Um and yeah, inside there's a few like little playrooms. Um, well, it comes with a little miniaturized version of La- of uh of Vader's Tie Fighter, with the with the bent wings, mm-hmm. and there's a little like a little docking uh uh hanger for that to go into. There's a little like back to tank room for him to chill out and and uh, heal, and there's a couple uh of the the Royal the royal guards, the dude in the red uh outfits watching over him. Uh there's a little kind of meditation chamber like we saw him use in uh, Empire Strikes Back. That kind of kind of spherical chamber that raises and lowers over him. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little gun turret up at the top. Where uh you can have uh what is this this dude? He's a uh, He's an imperial transport pilot. Sure. Can can hang out and shoot at invaders. So 
It's kind of cute. Kind of neat. I, I actually wouldn't mind having it, but it's a little expensive. It's a little pricey. Yeah, I don't really have the room for it. And there's no room in which he can choke Krennic. <laughs> ah, ah, you're mistaken. Krennic was choking on his own ambitions. Oh, Justin. yeah, that's right. Don't you remember? Don't you? Yes. So, yeah, you'd think this would have come with a, a Krennic figure. You know? Comes with uh, five minifigures. You get that Imperial Transport Pilot, uh, two of the Royal Guards. Uh, you get Vader, and then you got uh, Naked Vader. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, that's what it is, you're, right? You're right. It's just <laughs> it's, funny to think of it that way. It's it's Naked Vader. He doesn't have a shirt on. He's He's wearing his pants. He's got his pants on. But he very clearly does not have his 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 chest armor on. It's just like pale, naked skin, all raggedy looking with with little robotic implants. And he doesn't have his helmet on. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has a little kind of kind of breathing tube around his neck. It's Vader in Bane cosplay. <laughs> Finally, I get to do the voice that I love to do. Oh, yes! <laughs> Mr. Skywalker! It's, it's great. <laughs> Vader's, Vader's a big uh, Nolan fan. Understandable. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's yeah. that's a lot of Lego stuff. It's a lot of Lego stuff. Uh, let's talk about Transformers. Oh boy, I like Transformers. Uh Transformers Siege. Yes. That's their uh the new subline of Transformers. Yep. Uh so yes. we've seen the Autobots. Mm-hmm. And now the Decepticons have been revealed. Yes. Holy cow. I'm down for these Decepticons. I, I like most of these, yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, it's got Shockwave and it looks just like G1 Shockwave. Leader class Shockwave. He's got, old, he's got the hose. He's got the hose. I mean, it just, it looks like, it looks like, it looks like what you expect a Shockwave to look like. Yeah. You know? It's like Masterpiece Shockwave, but but more budget conscious. But, I mean, it does. He really looks pretty darn comparable to the Masterpiece toy. I mean, except he's going to be like fifty bucks instead of like a hundred and thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he he looks like like G One Shockway. He has a uh, hover, hover board, yeah, <laughs> that he comes with that extra stuff. Mm. And that, actually, his alt mode is not that great either. But. Yeah, so 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 Shockwave here looks like Shockwave. Big purple dude, one eye, gun arm, got the got the hose. But yeah, he comes with this it looks like a tiny little spaceship that he can ride on like a like a hoverboard. Yep. And then <laughs> or wear that, as armor. That hoverboard transforms into armor. <laughs> that quote unquote enhances his robot mode? I mean, it doubles the amount of arms he has. <laughs> so now he has four arms. 
three of which are the laser gun arms. <laughs> he has what looks like giant shins sticking out of his shoulders. Mm-hmm. He has a big backpack. He has a little couple skirt plates. And then it looks like he's just kind of standing on a couple of guns. Yeah, it's real dumb. <laughs> it's really dumb looking. Uh, but all of that combines... So you you transform Shockwave, you transform his armor hoverboard, and you end up with a giant spaceship. Yep. A big old spaceship. Um, Which looks fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. But, uh, but apparently, that spaceship, you can kind of tinker with the transformation a little bit, and you get what fans have sort of ended up dubbing a submarine mode yeah it's a submarine yeah which uh definitely don't uh, turn that submarine upside down (laughs) because it might look like a gun yeah it might look like a gun this this is of course uh something that that dates back to the uh the six shot toy that came out a couple years ago in like the titans returns or whatever um because six shot G one six shot had six different uh, alt modes, well six different modes. He had his robot, and then he turned into like five other things. And one of them was a gun. Uh, but you, it's it's a little hard to sell robots that turn into guns these days. So what they did was they gave six shot his alt mode, his gun alt mode, but they turned it upside down. So the the gun handle was sort of sticking up into the air, and they called it a submarine. Because why not? Sure. Just you know, don't tell don't tell the cops that you can hold that submarine upside down by what's kind of a gun handle, and then you kind of have a thing that looks like a gun. <laughs> I mean, it's a crazy looking space gun. True. You but... know, you're not holding like a you're not holding a shotgun. Yeah, but Hasbro wants to shy away from it. Yeah, has well, Hasbro doesn't want kids getting shot on their watch, that which would, is underst- understandable. It'd be bad. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Shockwave has the same thing. So you can kind of turn Shockwave into an old school space gun. I mean, I'm definitely picking up Shockwave. Shockwave is my favorite Transformer, and yep. the robot mode looks. looks I mean, great. looks perfect. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Uh, we got Megatron. I'm not I'm not into this Megatron. I gotta be honest. He's a Voyager class Megatron. I actually kinda like this guy. I, I think I'm gonna pick up this Megatron. Um I th- cause because you know, we've had the uh we had the old classics Megatron mm-hmm. from like you know, what, ten plus years ago. Turns into the Nerf gun. Right. Um I have the I, well, I have the U.S. version of it, but I actually uh, imported the Japanese version back in the day just because he was in more G1 Megatron colors. Right. Um, we've had the uh, leader class Megatron that came out a couple years ago, which is fine, but he's huge because he's a big leader class toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he looks a little out of scale with like classics Optimus Prime. Uh, and then we had that um, the Megatron... That was the Blitzwing toy, where it turns into the tank and the jet, which is fine, but it's a little too Blitzwingy. Mm. 
this Megatron, he also turns into a tank. Right, because that's what Megatrons do now. Yeah. Uh, but he looks... He looks like he looks like Megatron to me. I mean, yeah, he looks like Megatron. It's just, I think it's just boring. Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't know. I I kind of like I kind of like his robot mode. You know, he's got his he's got his big old fusion cannon on the arm. Uh, he's got a big sword now, uh, which is kind of a G one homage, because the uh, Megatron in Japan came with a a sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but he turns into, yeah, like, I mean, kind of a bland looking tank, but I don't know. I think I'm probably going to get this Megatron. Okay. He's, he's all, yeah, yeah, it's the, the siege line where all the Transformers are all scuffed up and I mean, they're, they've been fighting. Yeah. They're in a war. So, you know, they got a bunch of dry brushed battle damage on them, but eh, whatever. I kind of like him. Sure. Um, I ain't going to hold it against you. No, that's fine. Starscream looks like Starscream. Starscream, yeah. Uh, but he doesn't turn into a jet. Yeah, this is fantastic. He turns into the—I don't know if this is the official term—but the Tetrajet. His like triangular Cybertronian alt mode. It's so cool that he transforms it, into this. It looks great. It looks really great. I mean, um, and the toys like you could see like. Basically, the whole robot underneath the vehicle mode. <laughs> yeah, the the official photo of the vehicle mode from from Hasbro is taken at a very careful angle. Actually, I don't even think this is a photo. I think this might just be a render. Yeah, these are renders. Yeah, but it's 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 positioned at a very careful angle, where you are kind of looking down at the top of the jet, <laughs> because yeah, we've seen photos of the toy from underneath, and yeah, it's like. Here's here's a giant robot arms and legs dangling off the bottom of this jet. <laughs> but but uh no, it still looks uh, pretty great though. Come on, Tetrajet. It's awesome. It's a, it's a Tetrajet. It's great. And you know they're going to do the other seekers. Oh, I I will get all of them. Obviously, I'm most excited about Skywarp, but I will get a Thundercracker as well. And Sunstorm and Acid Storm. Don't forget about those. <laughs> Jeez, the most course. important seekers. Yeah, the ones everyone remembers. But uh no, nah, it looks great. And boy, you know, look at Starscream in robot mode. Boy, does he have a lot of, like, greebly detail bits carved into him, right? Yeah. Just, like, panels all over the place. You know, uh, you know, customizers are going to pick up little Gundam markers <laughs> and go crazy highlighting all of those, right? The battle damage already highlights it pretty well now. That, that is true. But, you know, it's never enough. Of course. It's never enough for those those hardcore customizers. They need to look dirtier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boy, speaking of, do you see this uh, sound wave? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nuts. Jeez, so you got sound wave robot. Uh, another another Voyager class. Uh, you know, it looks like G1 Soundwave. Um, he turns into kind of a box that's a spaceship. Not a lighting post. Uh, uh, but he does turn into the lighting post. He's got a secret light post mode. Did you see those pictures? Yeah, that was seemed very fan-made. I'm, I don't know. I mean, that was at the official like Hasbro booth, my friend. That's a that's an acknowledgement of a of a of a hidden alt mode, I'd say. But the official but. alt mode, very boxy vehicle. Yeah. 
Uh, it looks a lot like uh, Han Solo's uh, cruiser from that Solo movie. Oh, yeah. From the beginning of the movie? Yeah. It does look like that, doesn't it? Huh. But, yeah, it's weird. And, boy, when he's in robot mode, he just looks like his, he's the he has the big uh, clear chest panel that would be where the tapes pop out of. And it's just got, like, it's, like, all shattered looking. It looks like someone just punched it a lot. Would you say the glass has been shattered? Ooh. So is this a, is this a heroic sound wave? Mm, is that what you're telling yeah, me? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I, I will not be buying this nah, sound wave. Me neither. No, no. Um, what about this deluxe toy they're showing off? Deluxe toy? Yeah. Uh, they're calling him Refractor. No interest. Refractor? Never heard of it. But, uh... Sounds like know. some He-Man character. Hey, boy, it really does, doesn't it? Us uh, G1 fans, though, might know him by the name Reflector. Oh, now you have my attention. Reflector, of course. They were... It was a trio of Decepticons who combined to form a camera back in the day. And they're bringing him back in a weird, kind of unique way. Because uh, I would imagine that it would be hard to sell a robot or a trio of robots that just turns into a camera. Right. These days, since nobody uses cameras anymore. Yeah. Because we all just have cameras on our cell phones. Exactly. Uh, but this guy, he looks like G1 Reflector. Um, and he is, like I said, he's a single deluxe class robot. He comes with a gun and an oddly curved shield. And he transforms, like Soundwave, into kind of a rectangle that they're calling a spaceship. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just kind of a boring-looking rectangle. You slap the, the his gun on the front, and who he's some sort of, like, hover spaceship. Kind of boring-looking. But if you can track down three of these dudes, then you can combine them. They will they they fold up and transform, and you can connect the three of them together to form the body of an old school camera. Uh, you take that oddly curved shield, and when you have three of them, you clip them together, and suddenly they be, look like a camera lens mm. that plugs on the front of the toy, and his gun. Once you have three of those guns, the guns all clip together to form a tripod that the camera can mount on. It's pretty great. And it is amazing. So, and also the, 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 one of the, the little visual cues of G1 Reflector, at least in the old cartoon, was that the, you know, like I said, they were, it was a trio. Of Decepticons. Uh, two of them looked identical, uh, but the third one, who was the leader, could be identified because he had a different chest. Uh, and it comes with, the toy comes with uh, extra parts to give him, uh, to give one of the toys the distinctive chest. So you can have it look very accurate to the old G1 cartoon. It's pretty great. It's really outstanding, a very clever way to get. A very weird homage onto the market. 
in a in a very kind of nostalgic G1 way, even though it, it has no mass appeal. But here it is. I'm super excited. I will definitely be tracking down three reflectors. I just hope they're not super hard to find. One per case. Yeah, see, that's that's what I'm scared of, right? Because all the nerds are going to be tracking these down, and they're all going to want three of them. So hopefully uh, hopefully they are not short-packed or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in for three reflectors, refractors, whatever. Right, yeah. Uh, I'm in for Starscream. Yep. And definitely Shockwave. Oh, definitely Shockwave. I mean, if I could only get one of these, it would be Shockwave. Uh, yeah. And like I said, I'll probably get Megatron too. All right. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff though. And then, uh, they announced like right at the same time, they were showing off all these new, uh, Decepticons. Uh, Hasbro announced a new Autobot that's coming as well. Autobots. Boring. Ah, but this is a Titan class Autobot, which, uh, means... It's going to be gigantic. Mm. All right. And, and you know, a little expensive, but gigantic. They're doing Omega Supreme. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They showed off, uh, they showed off a, a prototype, a grayscale prototype of his tank component. Uh, of course, G1 Omega Supreme had a tank component, a rocket component, and then a, a track for the tank to drive around on. Uh, so we've seen just an early prototype of the of the tank. And uh, but I'm I'm excited. Omega Supreme is awesome. So, but how many stickers is, is this toy going to have? Oh, geez, going by the going by the current Titan class figures, a crap ton of them, probably. <laughs> yeah. Hope you have like two hours set aside to put all the stickers on your new toy. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and the last uh, Transformers thing. Yeah. Last yeah. Transformers thing we want to talk about is uh, Takara Tomy Legends LGEX. So this is a Japanese toy. Yes. Uh, big powered. Now what? The heck is Big Powered? Big Powered is the combined form of Die Atlas, Sonic Bomber, and Road Fire. Three Japanese exclusive uh, toys uh, mm-hmm. from the Japanese, uh, the anime Transformers yep. Zone. Okay. And these guys came out, like you said, in Japan during the G1 days. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they were. They were robots that could, they all transformed into their own little vehicle modes. And then their vehicle modes could quote unquote combine. It's just kind of slap them all together. Yeah. They just kind of stack on top of each other, basically, uh, to create a giant vehicle called Big Powered. And they are making new ones. Over in Japan. I mean, I can understand why they wouldn't bring these out here because no one in the U.S. knows who these characters are. Right. Although Die Atlas showed up in the IDW comics, right? Yes. Yeah. But still, you know, they're, they're, they're not – when more people know who flywheels are <laughs> – 
Oh, geez. Did we mention flywheels? We did not. Oh, we didn't talk about flywheels. Oh, my gosh. Flywheels. Let's, we'll, we'll come back to big power. But flywheels. <laughs> Holy cow. Flywheels, man. The new, the, well, the, the, the other Duocon, we already got a battle trap, uh, which was a couple of Legends class toys sold separately. Right. Um, you know, you have the blue uh, truck and the kind of grayish helicopter. And unlike the G1 days, each of those vehicles have their own robot mode. Then, then they combine to form, to form Battle Trap in a, in a pretty awesome, uh, G1 homage. But the second, uh, duo con is coming out as a deluxe class toy. Uh, but he's more true to his G1 roots, uh, because he, he, uh, transforms into two different vehicles he turns into a a kind of maroonish jet and a green tank and then you take those two vehicles and you kind of cram them together and they turn into one robot named flywheels and he looks amazing it looks just like a upgraded version of the g1 toy yeah complete with giant feet yeah that was that was his thing. He had giant feet. Even in the the IDW comics, they call out Flywheels' giant feet. But um, yeah, Flywheels was one of my toys that I had when I was a kid. Even though he was not a great toy, he was still one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved him just for his gimmick and for his cool uh, uh, twin alt modes. And I am super stoked to be getting a new uh, version of this guy. So it's finally happening. Yeah, I'm way in for new flywheels. But uh, but but uh, big powered here. Uh, yeah, it's it's a set. It comes with uh, the three figures: Die Atlas, Roadfire, and Sonic Bomber. They are all heavy retools of existing toys. Yep. Like to the point where I, you know. Just looking at them, I would not know that they were retools. Uh, Diatlas is a retool of the leader class um, Overlord figure, um, which I, I I forget which one's Road Fire and which one's Sonic Bomber. Uh, Road Fire is probably the the tank thing, right? Yeah, I mean Road, right? That would make the sense. Other one's a, the other one's a jet, which you know Sonic Bomber. Seems better suited for a jet. Um, but yeah, so assuming I'm right with the names, Roadfire is a retool of like the twin twist topspin mold. Which is a great mold. Yeah, it is a really fun toy. And he looks uh, pretty cool. I mean, you can, him, you can tell that he used to be twin twister topspin. Right. Just, just because of the, the, yeah, you know, the robot mode looks kind of like Twin Twist and Top Spin, and like the back half of the vehicle does. Um, but then Sonic Bomber is a retool of what is it like? Uh, uh, Misfire. Misfire. Okay, but I would not know looking at that toy that it was a Misfire. Right. You know, it looks very, very different. Um, they they changed up a ton of parts uh all three are headmasters uh since the original toys were uh you know the the original toys that they retooled mm-hmm. uh but yeah they look they look outstanding all three of them look great so 
I gotta say though, the only toy I really want—I have this pre-ordered on Big Bad, but same, the only same. one I really want is Die Atlas. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, but yeah, they're they're sold in a set because they are meant to be a team that combines and everything. So I'm uh, I, I'm in for it. It's 160 bucks on Big Bad. Uh, supposed to be out in April of next year. So I'm pretty excited for obscure. Japanese exclusive homages. Yep. So, yeah, pretty great. Uh, let's talk about stuff we got recently. Uh, it's okay. been a while since we it recorded, has. so it there's going to be a lot. Yeah. Ugh. I'm going to try and go quickly. We're okay. turning down stuff. Do you, you want me to go first? or uh, You go ahead, and I'll just chime in when it's something that I also got. Okay. Um, let's just kind of plow through some stuff here. So... Um, well, let's start with some Lego stuff. Lego. Um, I like Lego. I, yeah. Well, I know we both got this. Um, we were both interested in this and you broke down and bought it and you brought it to work and you built it and you have it on your desk at work. And after seeing it, I was so impressed that I was like, okay, I'm going to, I was probably going to pass on it, but now I need to get it. Uh, it's the Lego Star Wars, uh, Porg. The uh the 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 one one scale uh porg set. Yep. Um which is what, like seventy bucks? Seventy bucks, yeah. Seventy bucks. And you know, relatively quick build, but it looks outstanding. Yeah, the uh little details on it, it I mean, it really ev- evocative of the feathers on a porg. Yeah. yeah, they did a really, really nice job of making it just look cute and fun. And it's got the little action feature. If you, uh, uh it, it, there's a little lever hidden in its tail. And if you move the lever up and down, he flaps his wings and he uh, opens and closes his little fanged mouth. And it is super cute. So I picked that up. Um, uh, also picked up some, uh, the, the new wave of Lego Star Wars brickheads, mm. uh, which includes the, uh, the, the updated Boba Fett. Uh, after it's a New York Comic Con toy, there's a there's a new version of Boba Fett. Uh, there's Princess Leia in her classic uh, New Hope uh, gown with the the cinnamon bun hair, and the two pack with Luke and Yoda. Uh, Luke is, of course, he's in his uh, he's in his Dagobah uh, fatigues uh, as he's training with uh, Yoda. And of course, Yoda is a smaller little brickhead character. And that's pretty great. And, uh, there were, uh, Lego was having a couple promotions with Lego Star Wars poly bags. Uh, if you, I think it was if you spent $35 on Lego Star Wars at the Lego store, you got the, uh, Han Solo Mud Trooper Just minifigure. Just for the Porg release. Just in time. It was perfect. Uh, this is, this is, uh, Han Solo, uh, young Han Solo as he appears in the solo movie, uh, back when he was, uh, an imperial trooper on, uh, Mimban. Is that the, the mud planet they were on? I can't remember. I think it's Mimban or, 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 or Mimban or, or, uh, Mabimbam. Yeah, that's it. Mabimbam? Yeah. My brother, my brother, and me. Exactly. Uh, the the my brother, my yeah. The 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 McElroy planet. Uh, exactly. Is is yeah. That's <laughs> that's the one. Um, and then 
uh, Barnes and Noble had a Lego Star Wars polybag promotion. Uh, I forget exactly how. I think maybe thirty bucks or something. If you spent like thirty bucks in in Lego, you got a minifigure of a again from the Solo movie of a Kessel mine worker, which is you know some random background schmo from the movie. Um, luckily, uh, the there's a Barnes and Noble by our office, and they uh, were kind enough to sell me. And by extension, you, Mm -hmm. I know because you were there, uh, they sold us those figures separately Yeah, for like, for like two bucks or something. Yeah. It was way cheaper than I thought it would be. Yeah. Like I, I had seen people online saying that, that they've had some success getting, uh, Barnes and Noble employees to sell them the figure by itself for like five or six bucks. Yeah. You know what? Many, many figures typically go for that. Right. Price. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's fine. But yeah, the, I asked, uh, and the guy was, you know, he was like, yeah, I can sell this to you. And they rang it up, and it was like, that'll be $2, please. And I said, give me the box. <laughs> no, I did not. I, I bought I bought one, and I bought one for a guy I know uh, in Australia who uh, does not have access to uh, Lego minifigures because apparently poly... Uh, uh, the those promotional poly bags, like, I guess, just don't make it down to Australia, hmm. which is a bummer. Yeah, that sucks. So it's like between that and the giant spiders, forget it. I got no reason to go there. Um, but you love Crocodile Dundee. I do, and yeah, psh, Young Einstein, forget it. You know, Yahoo Serious. I saw that in the theaters, dude. Hey, you know what else I got? Lego wise. What's that? Uh, Target. Target has a, an exclusive set. Hmm. Uh, that they, that's, uh, just started showing up in the Targets near me. So you, I, I'm sure if you go out and look for them now, you can probably find it. It's a $20 set. Uh, and it's not like, I mean, it's, it's clearly like a city set, but it's not labeled as part of like city or creator or anything. It's just a Lego set. Has a big only at Target uh, logo on the front. It is Lego set four zero three five eight. Bean there, donut that. Hmm. And this is well. Listen, to this. There it is, right there. That's that's. If you go, uh, if you head out to local Target store, just listen for this. That's what the set sounds like. <laughs> so, uh, this is a. It's a. It's a little coffee slash donut stand. So. Not a Target themed one, though. No, it's not. That would have been cool. That w- actually would have been cool. And you know what? It' not unprecedented to have a Target uh, themed Lego set. I don't know if you remember this. Years ago, you could go into Target and you could buy a tiny Lego set slash gift card that included. It was a little plastic box. With like gift card, you know, barcodes on the bottom of it. Uh, but inside were uh, a handful of Lego bricks and some instructions to build a little brick built model of the, uh, the target dog. Oh, you know, ta- you know, target's little dog mascot. Yeah. Yeah. You could build a brick built model of him. That's cool. And it, and he actually had an, an, a piece, uh, 
because uh, the target dog, like one of his eyes, is like the the target logo, like the red circle. Uh, but yeah, one of the pieces had the little target logo on it. So, you know, it would not have been a first to have this be target themed, but but yeah, it's it's just a little little donut coffee stand. Comes with a, a barista and a um, couple couple customers. There's a construction worker and a businessman and a doctor and a, and a Dalmatian. And then just a couple, you know, there's like a little table and a garbage can and a bike. So it's just a cute little, uh, cute little donut stand. Yeah. And you uh, so, picked one up for me as well. I did. I did. Because I am a good friend. You are. Yeah. And speaking of exclusive Lego sets, mm. um, you know, Lego got that Overwatch license, right? Right. And uh, did you know? And and they've been teasing, like, you know, here's some of the minifigures, you know, where they're like they showed off the the uh, Tracer minifigure a couple weeks ago and stuff like that. Did you know the first Lego Overwatch set is out already? Did you know you can buy a Lego Overwatch set right now? Oh, okay. It's I, I'm I'm not lying to you, my friend. Uh, this is the uh, Lego Overwatch uh, set seven five nine eight seven, and that is uh, Bastion, who's the the robot. Yeah. Uh, from uh from Overwatch. Uh, and, uh, specifically it's Omnic Bastion, uh, which, yeah, I guess that's like a, a specific skin. I, I don't play Overwatch. I, I believe that that is a, uh, uh, yeah, I believe it's, it's a skin. It's like an, it's an orange skin. Now, if Lego uh, made Fortnite minifigures, <laughs> I would know all about that. But. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this particular set is exclusive to the Blizzard store. Mm-hmm. Blizzard, of course, is uh, the they're the developers of of Overwatch and and Warcraft and 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 such. Uh, so you have to go to Blizzard's uh, website, which is uh, at least the U.S. site is just gear.blizzard.com, and you can order the uh, the brick built Omnic Bastion. It's a little pricey. It's a little pricey. It is. It's 182 pieces. Because they, you know, they love Blink 182. It's <laughs> exactly what it is. It's a. It's a big homage. Um, so this set, if this was just a regular Lego set at 182 pieces, what are we looking at price wise? Or oh, regular? That'd be like 15. Yeah, like 15 bucks. Uh, but. Because uh, it's a because it's a Blizzard exclusive and everything, it it's twenty five bucks, and of course I bought one. <laughs> Not only is it twenty five dollars though, but unless you're going to spend over a hundred dollars, oh yeah, at the Blizzard store, yeah, the shipping was not cheap. Yeah, I think it ended up being like thirty five or forty bucks after taxes and shipping. Uh, so it is pricey. Uh, but I bought one anyway. I bought one too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, it has a little, uh, so it's, it's a little, little, uh, stand with the, with the, the Bastion robot. Uh, it's got his little bird, 
Uh, he's, he's got a little bird friend that perches on his shoulder and it has a little, uh, uh, Lego blizzard exclusive plaque that attaches to it, which I think may just be a sticker. Yeah. It looks like it's just a sticker. Which is kind of lame, but it's the first Lego overwatch set and it's a, it's a, it's a blizzard store exclusive. So I was like, ah, I'm going to pick this up. Yep. I might not even open it. Yeah, like I said, I don't play Overwatch. I, right. I mainly got it because, hey, it's the first Overwatch set. It's kind of exactly. Neat. Yeah. And I like robots. So, it's a robot. So Yeah, exactly. So, I yeah, I may I may just hang on to this and see if it goes up in value in, in the coming years. Because, you know, Blizzard fans are, are, are nuts, you know? Yeah. There's no like exclusive pieces to this. It's just you're mainly paying for the sticker. <laughs> right. Exactly. He's got a couple other stickers too on his uh shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah. So it's it's interesting. Um what else did I get? Oh, you know what? Um Wreck It Ralph 2 is coming out soon. Hmm. Yeah, the upcoming Disney sequel. Uh, and they have, uh, there is, it, this is weird. So there is a, uh, there is a Wreck-It Ralph variant of Pac-Man that you can get for like iOS. And I'm assuming Android as well. Uh, but it is a, it is a, uh, you know, you, you download the game. And it's, you know, it's, it's called Pac-Man Ralph Breaks the Maze. And inside, uh, the game, there are all these, uh, different levels based on all these different characters from the Wreck-It Ralph movie. Uh, but they're all locked. You have to, you have to pay money to open them up. Or if you don't want to spend the, uh, what is it? Seven dollars or so to unlock uh, what? Oh, geez. No, no. You know what? I'm looking at it. It's like two bucks to unlock these. They lower the price. I think yeah, it was like seven bucks to unlock these mazes the other day. And now they've lowered them to two bucks. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but you can unlock them for free by using a code that you get with, uh, these little Wreck-It Ralph, uh, they're called Power Pack PAC, uh, collectible figures. And apparently they're going to be selling them blind boxed, of course. Uh, but if you go to Target, Target has a, an exclusive set that comes with six figures. And they're just kind of cute little kind of amiibo sized figures of Ralph and Fixit Felix and Vanellope. And then because, uh, because everyone's so hyped up for the Disney princesses in this movie, including me. Yeah. Same here. Uh, you got Mulan and Rapunzel and, uh, Merida and they're all in their kind of casual outfits that you see them hanging out in, uh, in the trailers. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, you know, like the, the, like the internet was going nuts for Mulan. Right. With her, with her like kind of short, uh, pants and, and her, her jacket and her, like her, her Converse all-stars or whatever she was wearing. Uh, so I picked this set up and uh, used the codes to unlock uh, these characters in the game. And it's interesting the way it works uh, with the game anyway, because uh, it's like, you know, it's Pac-Man. 
you know, you have a maze. There are ghosts running around in it, and you control Pac-Man eating all the dots. Um, but the mazes are kind of, you know, they're different layouts. They're new maze layouts. But what happens is uh, the characters that you unlock are running around the maze with you, kind of interacting with it. So, like, Mulan runs around, and she'll randomly drop fireworks that hmm. blow up. And if a ghost happens to get caught in the explosion, it it turns into eyes and runs back to its uh you know its 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 home. Or if you're playing with like Wreck It Ralph, Ralph is walking around the state the the maze, and he'll occasionally punch down some walls, opening up new paths. And if Felix walks by one of the crushed walls, he'll fix it, closing off that path to you. So it's kind of a neat little clever uh play on on Pac-Man. Just kind of fun little variant. So I've been I picked up that uh Target exclusive pack of figures. I'll probably buy some more. And uh and uh Disney's even selling little um little display stands for these figures. And I picked up one because it is shaped like the uh, Sugar Rush arcade machine. Okay. From the uh from you know from the the Wreck-It Ralph movie. And it just looks like the little arcade machine, and it unfolds, and there's little shelves to put the figures on. Uh, but even more interesting than that, speaking of uh, Wreck-It Ralph arcade machines, you've you've seen those little, like, miniature arcade cabinets, I'm sure. That, that so many, there's a lot of different companies putting them out now. Basic Fun is the name of a company. They have an arcade classics line, and there's, like, you know, they're they're like twenty bucks for it looks like a little mini arcade unit, and uh, you know, there's like one has like Cubert in it, and one has like Galaga or Galaxian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and they're they're just like you know they're running. I don't know the exact hardware in there, but they're not like cheap little LCD games. They're like running like the arcade ROM. Yeah, in there, right? It's pretty darn impressive. Yeah. Especially for 20 bucks. And uh, this company, they just put out uh, a Fix-It Felix Jr. arcade machine. Oh, nice. Hey, because remember when the first movie came out, they actually produced a a real Fix-It Felix Jr. arcade game. And it's it's done up, you know, it looks like an old 80s arcade game. Uh, but now they have it, you can buy it in the little uh, miniature form. So, uh... Uh, I actually, uh, well, my, my friend Paul, I was at, uh, Scoop Fest. If, if anyone listens to, uh, my video game podcast, Player One, they know that I was in Vegas. Uh, I was last also week. in Vegas. You were. We met up for lunch. You, on a completely unrelated, uh, trip, you were in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when, when I was hanging out with, uh, my friend Paul, who is, who who uh, is the co-host of uh, Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social, which is a, a very funny uh, comedy podcast, which was the whole reason we were in Vegas uh, for for their Scoop Fest festival. Uh, I was talking to him about you know toys and arcade games because he's a big uh, toy nerd like us, and he told me about this. He had found this uh, little Wreck It Ralph arcade machine at a Walmart. And he was like, yeah, I will totally keep an eye out for it for you. And uh, he just, you know, he popped by a, a Walmart 
uh, while I was there and found it for me. So I brought that home and I am super stoked because it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, geez, and then I got a crap load of Transformers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plow through these real quick. Um, uh, Amazon had an exclusive, like a, a th- three exclusive Transformers figures, kind of one right after the other. They They were dumping these out really quick. Uh, they're all from like the Combiner Wars, Titans Return, Power of the Prime lines. Um, uh, Deluxe Class Blastoff finally came out. Yes, G One styled space shuttle Blastoff uh, available in Japan for years, and we finally got him over here. Now your American Bruticus is complete. Yes, he is, and I couldn't be happier. And actually, I think. Uh, this I, th- I think the deco on this blast off is even better looking than the Japanese one. There you go. So I I came so close to spending like two hundred bucks to get a Japanese Bruticus just to get space shuttle blast off. So glad I didn't because now I I got uh, just the blast off figure that I can put on there. Um, the monster bots. The uh, the the Autobot G1 creepy looking monsters. Uh, there was a trio of dudes. Uh, we've gotten updated versions of two of them, and now we finally got the third one. This is Deluxe Class Repugnus, who is a robot who turns into kind of a weird bug looking monster. <laughs> yeah, the monster yeah. bots are cool, but they are odd. Yeah, they're very odd and. Uh, to be perfectly honest, the these new versions of them are not terrific. Oh, that's that's a shame. I mean, have you played with any of them? I have uh, one of them. Which one? Double Cross? Du- Double Cross. Yeah, yeah, Double Cross was the one that was widely available. Yeah, I got that one. Yeah, Double Cross. He's like a two-headed dragon monster. Uh, he was He was available in wide release. Yeah, I had uh, the original toy of him, so I was like, ah, yeah. I should pick up the new one. Yeah, same here. I was um, not a fan of that toy. No, it, well, it's not a great toy. And then the other two monster bots are retools of that toy. Ah, uh, well, yeah, then I could see why you're not yeah. so enthusiastic about these. <laughs> right, yeah. Because uh, what was it? Grotusk was kind of like this kind of saber-toothed tiger-looking monster. He was a Toys R Us exclusive like a year or so ago and then repugnus the bug dude is an amazon exclusive um he's he's fine he's fine he's probably uh repugnus is probably the best of the three new monster bots but uh you know so i'm glad to have him but you know whatever he's you just he's leave him in monster form put him on a shelf it's fine. exactly exactly uh the uh third one um is perhaps the most interesting. In fact, he is the most interesting of the of the three uh, deluxe Amazon exclusives uh, because this one is an all new mold. Uh, it is deluxe class punch counter punch. Yeah, yeah, he's back. He is the G one double spy. He is a he's an Autobot who can transform into a car. And he can transform into a completely different looking robot that's a Decepticon. It's great. Yeah, and the idea is he's a, he's a spy. 
Yeah, the the original toy is one of my favorite Transformers. Yeah, it's a it's a neat toy. It's a neat concept. You know, you have this uh, <clears throat> primarily yellow Autobot, and you sort of flip him around, and you sort of adjust his shoulders and kind of fiddle with his legs a little bit, and you end up with a pretty convincing, uh, different robot. Uh, he's mostly blue when he's in Decepticon form. And uh, his head has a little helmet, and the helmet kind of flips forwards and back. So it's like he's got a, a face on both sides of his head, and the helmet flips to cover up the 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 face he's not using at the current moment. Uh, but yeah, they did a new uh, a new mold of uh, Punch Counter Punch. So uh, years ago. The Transformers Collectors Club did a repaint of the old classics uh, Sideswipe slash Sunstreaker mold. Mm -hmm. Because that mold was specifically designed to turn from a sports car into Sideswipe. Uh, But then it was also designed that it could turn into uh, uh, Sunstreaker. And the two robot modes look different. Right. You know, it's it's kind of like sideswipe you're looking at the sort of the front of the of the mold and if you sort of turn it around uh it it it's like sunstreaker. You know, like sideswipe's front is sunstreaker's back. Yes. In that old mode. And so they did a repaint of that and it worked out okay. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, the new custom head they had to make for it was a little too tiny. Yeah, that was uh, always the problem with Fun Pub. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, new uh, Punch Counter Punch is pretty great, actually. So, I picked that. You got that as well, right? I did not. I canceled what? my uh, order. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been scaling back on Transformers stuff. Okay, okay. I've got a lot of stuff right now. I, I, I understand. I need to reorganize. I can dig it. Uh, all three of those uh, also came with little Prime Master figures, uh, which, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, let's see. I actually just picked up another uh, Transformer the other day. This is a Walgreens exclusive. Another bizarre Walgreens exclusive. This is Transformers Power of the Primes Deluxe Class Rekgar, uh, which is a repaint of the... Uh, Combiner Wars Groove mold. Because if you have a motorcycle toy these days, it's probably going to get turned into Rekgar at some point. Should be turned into Psykill at some point, but apparently Hasbro doesn't want my money. They're cowards is what's the problem. So, but yeah, so I got uh, Deluxe Class Rekgar. I do not necessarily need another Rekgar Especially one that turns into like a giant robot arm or leg in addition to a motorcycle. But he was there. He's a Walgreens exclusive, so he's a little scarce to find. So I was like, okay, I'll get him. Um, also, I'm getting a lot of store exclusive stuff. This is another Target exclusive. Uh, the tying into the new Bumblebee movie that's coming out. Bumblebee's Greatest Hits cassette pack. Uh, which comes with a one-step changer Bumblebee toy, which is not the reason I bought the pack. I bought it because of the uh, Combiners Wars uh, Soundwave cassette repaints, 
Uh, you get Frenzy, who's, of course, the uh, Rumble's counterpart uh, in blue for anyone who's going to start a which one's red, which one's blue. Uh, Frenzy is blue here. Uh, Buzzsaw, who is the uh, the black condor uh, that, you know, G1 Buzzsaw was the cassette that was included with Soundway back in the day. And Howlback, which is a blue repaint of Ravage. Yeah. I wish they had is... done the blue repaint of Laserbeak to go with it. Yeah, yeah, because that, uh, what, what's, uh, Garboil. Garboil, yes. Yeah, Garboil and Howlback are two Japan, well, formerly, I guess, Japan exclusive characters, uh, from, are they Kiss Player characters? Uh, I think they're just e-hobby. Okay, just, uh, yeah, like e-hobby, uh, repaints or whatever, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I have the, uh, leader class, sound wave figure uh that those toys would go into so i was like i want to get want to get those so i picked those up um do 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 oh uh transformers speaking of transformers cassettes uh big bad toy store a couple weeks ago sent out an email uh saying that hey we have to start collecting tax from every state that we sell to. Mm-hmm. And uh, Washington State is one of the states we're now going to have to collect taxes on. So if you want uh, anything tax-free, you better order it in the next couple of days. <laughs> so I ordered the uh, Transformers Masterpiece Cassette Bot versus Cassettron set that I had been eyeballing for a little while and just never got around to because I have the masterpiece uh soundwave figure right and this comes with four cassettes uh that are all very weird homage figures and i was like you know what i am always down for a weird transformer homage especially if it is master <laughs> masterpiece scale um so this this set includes two Autobot tapes, even though there is no Masterpiece Blaster, and two Decepticon tapes. Um, the first Autobot is Nightstalker, and this uh, Nightstalker—I don't know where Nightstalker, the character, originated from. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, it's. Uh, but he's you know he is a black repaint of Steeljaw who is the Autobot cassette that turns into a lion, which is really weird because this is the first use of that mold. Yeah, that's... <laughs> there, you know, because, like I said, there is no Masterpiece Blaster. Right. So there's no reason for them to have a Masterpiece Steeljaw figure. But they made one anyway, and they first used it as this character Night Stalker that... Nobody knows. <laughs> so sure. I have a black lion now. Uh, he's like I said, he's a good guy. Uh, the other Autobot is uh, it's a repaint of the Masterpiece Ravage figure, uh, except now he's a tiger named Stripes. So there you go. Uh, you know, and these are I mean, these are the Masterpiece cassettes and they're all actually pretty darn cool. 
Um, do you have Masterpiece Soundwave? I have Sound Blaster. Oh, that's right. You got the Sound Blaster one. So, yeah, you've played with these tapes and everything. Yeah, so. they're cool. Yeah. Um, the two Decepticons, one of them is a repaint of the Masterpiece Rat Trap figure in uh, eye-searing orange. And he is named Wing Thing. And uh, G1 Wing, Wing Thing uh, was the little companion to Action Master Soundwave. Of course, because this was an Action Master toy, Soundwave did not turn into a tape player anymore. It didn't turn into anything. Exactly. Exactly. That was the gimmick of Action Masters was that they don't transform. Uh, But Wing Thing was Soundwave's weapon who could turn into a bat. So now they've uh, reimagined Wing Thing as just another cassette bot yeah they did a uh g1 or not g uh, yeah g1 style one in the encore sound blaster oh yeah that's right that's right so yeah so they got him and i think the the most amusing uh of these four cassettes is uh decepticon enemy this is the only one from the set that i have Oh, yeah, you bought him separately, right? Yeah, I bought it from uh, Pia. Uh, oh, okay. Noted noted Transformer reviewer. Yeah, he would just mention on Twitter that he had he was he only wanted wing things, so he was selling the rest and Oh, okay. And it worked out perfect for you because yeah. that this you only wanted enemy. Exactly. Yeah. So enemy <laughs> first of all, his name is Enemy. So make of that what you will. Uh, but he is a repaint of the Rumble slash Frenzy mold. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is he is red, uh, but very very red. You know, uh, the other Rumble or Frenzy, whichever one you consider to be the red one, is you know kind of red and black. But but Enemy is very red, mm-hmm. uh, and he, he is an homage. To an old G1 era toy. It's not really a Transformer, but it was an old voice changing toy. Like those, those old school toys. It was kind of like a, just a plastic box with some sort of little light electronic doohickeys inside. And you would speak into a microphone and you'd get a kind of robot sounding voice spitting out the toy speaker. Something like that. You know, just a chintzy little voice-changing toy. Uh, but this this toy was sold, licensed as a, as a Transformer toy. Uh, it was molded to look like Rumble or Frenzy's head. And, but it didn't refer to the toy as, oh, this is Rumble or this is Frenzy voice-changing robot. Uh, it just said, this is Decepticon Enemy. Yep. Which was... You know, probably just meant to state that the Decepticons are the enemy. And it wasn't, it probably was not meant to be a proper name, but the fans kind of latched onto it as its proper name. And now Takara's like, okay, sure, why not? Behold, enemy. It's great. So, so we have enemy, and it is great. So, uh, or, or on TF Wiki, the notes. Enemy is awesome. That's the only note on the that, enemy. There page. you go. There. <laughs> what more do you need? So yeah. So now I have four obscure uh, masterpiece cassette tapes. 
And and you know what? I bought another uh, Decepticon cassette. Oh, because uh, you know I I bought um, uh, the masterpiece Soundwave toy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was lucky enough to find one of the U.S. releases of them. I just happened to stumble into a Toys R Us when they were like putting out stock because these toys were hard to find. And um, you know, masterpiece uh, Soundwave uh, came with. A handful of cassettes uh, came with uh, uh, Ravage, of course. Uh, it came with uh, Rumble and Frenzy. And it came with Laserbeak and Buzzsaw, I believe. I, did it come with Buzzsaw? I think it came with Buzzsaw. I think he got the two birds, the two dudes, and Ravage. But those were the ones that came with. Um, when they released the Sound Blaster, Black variant mm-hmm. over in japan it came with masterpiece uh rat bat yep part of the reason why i wanted sound blaster yes uh but i did not get rat bat because he did not come with the u.s release and i didn't want to spend another 200 bucks or whatever it costs to get sound blaster just to get the the tape of rat bat uh so i went on ebay looking to see if anyone was selling their rat bat separately and no one was selling their separate rat bats. But you know what they were selling? A crap ton of knockoffs. Ooh. I know. And I was like, oh, jeez. Do I? And I, I looked around online to see if I could find some people who reviewed them. And the reviews were actually kind of positive. Like, this is not a terrible knockoff. I mean, it's terrible because it's a knockoff, you know, because it's, it's, it is a blatant copy of Takara's toy. So it's, 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 it's stealing. Uh, but the quality of like the plastic and everything is apparently not bad. So I was like, well, you know what? This thing is this, this bootleg, they're charging like, 10 bucks for it. I'm going to take a chance, buy this, this Chinese knockoff. And we'll and you know, if, if it's garbage, I'm out 10 bucks and it's, you know, not a big deal. So I did it. I did it. You know, even though it goes against my moral code, I did it. And I gotta say, it's not that it's, it's, it's actually pretty decent. It's a pretty decent bootleg. Um, now, you know, if I can find a legit one at some point later on, I will get it. But for now, my $10 fake rat bat is good enough. But you'll always know. It's but I'll knockoff. always know. I'll always know it's a knockoff. Yes. And that's the thing. That is the harsh reality is I have to live knowing that I have a fake Transformer. Which is not something I'm into. I'm not a fan of knockoffs. But here we are. So, so there's that. All right. Uh, yeah. So that's that's it. That's that's it for toys. That's a lot. That I. It's it's a lot. But we've been gone for a while. It's true. What what about you? Anything? Uh, uh, not nothing really to add to that. Yeah. You you. I mean, we talked about some of the stuff you got yourself. Yeah. But. Yeah. Got the porg. You know. Yeah. You got me that uh, donut shop 
which right. is right and uh got the mud trooper and the yep kessel mine worker yeah yeah yep. All, yep. all that stuff i think that's the show cool if you'd like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast, Facebook.com slash Points of Articulation, email POAPod at gmail.com. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music, and we're also on Stitcher Radio and now Spotify. Oh, uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Live!